Vegas, where everything's infinite and everything's black and forever growing in each direction. So we're going to try to change some things today so that tomorrow it'll change our reality. We're going to try to take a break from last week on the strong declaration that we are not Christians, that we are not Christians. Space and space cadets. We are going to understand the Vedas and with Buddha challenging such and why. We're going to also um, challenge a couple of ideas, see a, see a different understanding, ask, ask some questions, kick some dust. Um, all just to get a better understanding, 360 degrees. I do want to apologize, however, for last week. We had a couple distractions. Some some things just wasn't in our control, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, we're going to hope that, that, that none of that happens during this time. So, yeah, let's jump right in. Um, as you already know, but we will be using the... Uh, the Christian literature um, as a point of reference uh, starting in Genesis chapter 11 it says now the whole earth spoke one language and with one manner of speech and it came to pass as men journeyed from the east they found a plain in the land of Shinar and they settled there And they said one to another, come, let us make bricks and burn them with fire. And they had bricks for stone and slime for mortar. Then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose uh, top may reach to heaven. And let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth. And the Lord came down to see the city and the ti- and the tower which men were building. And the Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they have all one language. And they have reason to do this thing. And now nothing will be out of their reach. Will be out of... And- And nothing will prevent them from doing that which they have imagined to do. Come, let us go down there and divide their language so that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there upon the face of all the earth, and they ceased from building the city. Therefore, they called the name of it Babel. because it was there that the Lord confounded the language of all the earth. And from there, the Lord scattered abroad upon them, upon the face of the earth, scattered them all upon the face of the earth. Um, My apologies for that break. We had some technical difficulties. Light went out. So, um, but the gist of this this is 
So there's a group of people, right? And they all got one language. They all got one understanding. And they are having an understanding in their language to get something done. They're going to build a city and they're going to also build a tower to get to heaven. Right? Okay, so in the midst of them doing so, God comes down and sees this and talks to himself and says, Self? Self said, huh? He said, they have reason among themselves and there is nothing that they cannot do now, basically, right? So then it says, well, let us, let us make confusion amongst them. And then they gave them different languages and there was confusion amongst them and they all went abroad and they couldn't do it and they couldn't come together anymore. The question that I would like to pose is why isn't it stated ever that any one of the languages was better than the other? So what we do understand here is that not only are there one people, one understanding, and one mind, they all have an understanding of God, and they all have an understanding of what heaven is or could be, apparently. Right? They all have an understanding of God. Because it said that he came down and seen what they were doing. So within them creating different languages, they have created different cultures and they've created different perspectives and understanding of this God or gods. Correct? Because it said the Lord came down and then it changed to and let us create confusion. Or let us go down there. So his mind went into other people with this new language or his conscience. Who's new mind? I'm saying, was that God? You said that he came down and he caused confusion, right? Yeah. So was those demons or was that his spirit? That that was spirits. That That was him. Elohim. It's the same let us that was it. I mean, it said, let us make man in our image. Was that not the question then? Why nobody make, why didn't anybody raise that question then? To say that it was demons that came down or something ill. Well, that's what I'm at, yeah. And to say, you know, I mean, and to say, and to say that though. Mm-hmm. So let's so let's question that then. So whose whose image are we made in then, if we're questioning that? He never stated which language or which interpretation was better of him. He administered confusion. And even more so amongst my melanated people, there is one who tried to bamboozle you and tell you that one was greater than the other. How? They all understood there to be one truth.
my melanated brothers give me one moment um it just came to me to look in this book forgive me give me one moment one moment so a further complication was added by black rebels who attacked the system from within using poison and the torch. And early as 1723, 53 years before the Declaration of Independence, Boston was, ter- was terrorized by a series of fires. On April 18, 1723, the Reverend Joseph C. Well of Boston preached a sermon on the fires that have broken out in the Boston, in the, out in Boston. Supposed to be set purposely by the by ye Negroes, fires and rumors of slaves set fire, convulsed southern cities until the end of slavery. Beyond any question, the antebellum South was a high-risk area. An official of the American Fire Insurance Company of, of Philadelphia sent the following letter to a Savannah, Georgia man on on February 17, 1820. I have received your letter of the seventh instant respecting the insurance of your house and furniture in Savannah. In answer thereto, I am to inform you that this company for the present decline making insurance in any of the slave states arrayed against rebellious slaves was a police apparatus of unparalleled severity. Each slave state had a slave code, which was designed to keep slaves ignorant and in awe of white power. Under the provisions of of these codes, slaves were forbidden to assemble in groups of more than five or seven from their home plantation. They were forbidden to leave plantations without passes and they could not blow horns, beat drums, or read books. Slave preachers were proscribed and hemmed in by an additional restrictions and slaves were forbidden to hold religious meetings without white witnesses. Other provisions forbade slaves to raise their hand against whites and gave every white, every white person police power over every black free or slave a free black when challenged by a white person was obligated to produce papers proving that he was free the presumption in most slave states was that a colored person was a slave slave patrollers or patrollers as the slaves called them were authorized to make periodic searches of slave cabins and to chastise bondsmen found off plantations without passes. The police power of the state, the state militia, and the U.S. stood behind these totalitarian laws, but power alone could not uphold them, as well as with the U.S. Army. Most was needed the slave, if slavery was to be successful, had to believe he was a slave. He had to believe he was a slave. Anticipating the devious tactics of the modern police state, masters laid hands on the minds of their human chattel. 
Each slave was taught by various methods and with varying success that he was totally helpless and that his master was absolutely powerful, was absolutely powerful. Each slave was taught that he was inferior to the meanest white man and that he had to obey every white man without thinking, without questioning. Finally, if these lessons were learned, the slave looked at himself through the eyes of his master and accepted the values of the master. Masters, with few exceptions, recognize the necessity of mind control. A Louisiana planter told Olmstead, Olmstead that he wanted to buy the land of poor whites who lived near his plantation. It was better, he said, that they, the slaves, never saw anybody of their own plantation. They should, if possible, have no intercourse with any other white man than their owner or overseer. Especially, it was desirable that they should not see white men who did not command their respect and whom they did not always feel to be superior to them and able to command them. What was just read was allowing you to understand exactly how you got this, the way that you got it, and the mindset in which you got it in. Go back and 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 look at us fighting forever and a day and always. That's what they fought and died for, for your liberation. That's what they fought and died for. They didn't fight and die for you to go and vote. They fought and died for you to have a liberated mind. And liberation to be who you want it to be. How you want it to be. How you should be. Within that freedom comes the ability to understand and know. And in that process, we ask questions. And we go and go find the answer to our questions. And because they didn't say... When I say they, I mean Elohim. They didn't say that there was one language that was better than the other. However, that was not what you melanated people were taught. You were taught something totally different. And these were the circumstances. You have to understand how you got this in your control. So taking a step to understand another perspective of Hinduism, Buddhism, and that yoga is not a religion, but to awaken your vibration and understand another brick from last week, our chakras, starting in our, in our root, in our root chakra, where our base is, where they also um, say the understanding of the kundalini energy 
rest at and starts at. But that's not where you want to remain at. That's also, um, if I'm not mistaken, it carries out your ancestral memories. Which then creates your generational paths. So you need to rise above your root chakra, but you have to have your base. You have to be balanced in your base before you move on to the next step or the next chakra. These are the things or practice of the Buddhists and the Hindus. And as well as um, with the Buddhists, you can associate the uh, the Jainists, I believe is what they are. I believe that they're also associated in that, in that Samayan system. Um, they, they simply believe about different gods, if you're talking about the, the Hinduism, that there's a cycle of a process um, and you'll be regenerated. God is the universe and the universe is God. They believe in reincarnation. If I'm not mistaken, I believe they also believe in reincarnation within inanimate objects. Um, and, and speaking in terms of like trees and things like that, you know. Um, they're pretty much they're pretty much along the same path. Pretty much along the same path. The philosophy of karma, uh, like I said, reincarnation. Um, and one of the one of the ways, or 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 the icon in this path, in this language that was given to the world and understanding of the creator um, that was challenged was the blind faith. The blind faith aspect was challenged by a man named Buddha, which is now what you refer to this religion as, Buddhism. He's now considered as a Buddha. Um, he goes to say, do not believe in anything simply because you have heard it. Do not believe in anything simply because it is spoken and rumored by many. Do not believe anything simply because it is written in your religious book. Do not believe in anything merely on the authority of your teachers and elders. Traditions, because they have been handed down for many generations... But after observation and analysis, when you find that anything agrees with reason and is conducive to the good and benefit of one and all, then accept it and live up to it. This is the understanding of Buddha and what he was fighting to have people think about because uh, the Vedas if I'm not mistaken is a oral um, 
handed tradition. I don't believe it's written down. Or it wasn't written down then. It's probably, it probably is translated down, however. Alright, alright. Welcome to space. Where everything's black and everything's infinite. I'm your host, D. Lee. Also known as N-I-C-E. Also known in some parts of the world as Moot. I mean, it just depends on where you're going and where they, where they know me, you know. Different places. Um, <laughs> gotta give them a shout-outs. D. Lee crew, what's up, Mike? Um... I gotta give a shout out to Fatboy Chronicles. Uh, I just wish you would incorporate it in productions. Uh, Wise Council ENT. Also, want to stand on the, the declaration from last show. Space Cadets, we are not Christians. Um, as a matter of fact, the church as an entity is the enemy okay like I said we are taking religion and the control of such okay we do however understand corporately about our higher self And a part of understanding who we are and the makeup of us is spread out abroad. And we have to understand, like I, mm, what I would call the higher consciousness, the Jesus consciousness, the higher consciousness, Um, we are aspiring to try to reach that tap into that Um, or what what is given to our culture as but the reason though I say that us as melanated people need to get away from get out of that fishbowl as I call it the religion the fishbowl of religion and into you know the same waters with no restrictions or as many restrictions um, of spirituality is because under the under the the pretenses of slavery, the slavery given to 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 our people, to my people, was forceful. Do not let anyone tell you that there were not rebellions. There were so many rebellions, setting things on fire. Um, slowing up productions, um, all types of all types of organized protest and 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 rebellions. Your liberation to understand that they knew that they had a right to exist, and they had a right to understand the truth and knowledge as it was presented to them and them being the original people 
understanding that maybe they could have been the people in Genesis chapter 11. You you remember the story that you know you know taking a taking a break from last week if we're building taking a break from last week. The story of the Tower of Babel. I want to just refresh us on that. That is where there was one people. They had one language, one understanding. They were moving around, you know, over there, Middle East, the land of Kemet, you know, all of that. Shinar is what I think they, what they call it in the story. They're moving around, and they, um, started talking to each other and to themselves, amongst themselves, about let us build a city, um, and then let us build a tower that can get us up to heaven, you know, as well as um, go up here and see what's going on, you know. So God seen what they were doing. He came down, seen the city, seen what they were doing. Then um, they said, let us make confusion amongst these people so they can't get this done. Blase, 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 right? And they had so many different languages on the on the world, and they all went scattered abroad. Right, right. So, being the first people here, this one people in one language took it amongst themselves to build a tower and a city to get to heaven. Well, we all know now that these people understood that there was one, or in that sense because it says that the Lord came down but then it says when the decision was made it was let us Elohim like let us make man in our image like like these saints and there was a space cadet who questioned um, if the let us was was whispers of, of evil and so that's why the Genesis reference is also presented because if that's what you're saying here, why isn't it questioned there as well? Um, because it's all it's all one understanding or supposed to be one understanding of the same boat. Also within this story, we are also understanding that the so-called he is not a god of confusion. God, he came down here and administered confusion. And when he administered confusion amongst the languages, we don't see that he said that one language was better than the other, that there was a different interpretation, you know, that was just the best because they all understood there to be one God. So they would all teach their own language and culture from henceforward about this understanding of the creator or gods. Supreme beings, right? You need to understand taking the restraints off of your mind that was given to you under these harsh conditions. Because we're talking about like, like, um, I'll punch you in the face if you don't say hallelujah. 
we talking like in the morning, we gonna be baptizing, and we won't have no 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 form of unsaved niggas. We won't have that. It's either the water or the rope. You choose, nigga. We're talking about under these pretenses. Can you find the Holy Ghost in these? True. I mean, like truly. And and if you can, can you find it in their pretenses of what the, or or their understanding of what's going on? And the and the environment that they're putting and that they're creating. You don't see anybody really leaving this place unless they're being sold off and they never come back. The only person that you really see and pay attention to is your master. And you've never seen him weak. He does what he wants to. And then because there are slave codes that are administered. You know, such things like no more than five or six blacks can be congregated without a white being present. A white must also be present in worship service. Um, you can't sing, beat drums, uh, nothing like that without, you know what I'm saying, any permission and stuff. Um, no, no expression of you and your culture and your true self. Like, these are the, these are the conditions and you don't think that your ancestors were 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 fighting that? They rebelled so you could have a a chance at liberating your mind. Thinking for yourself. This was handed over to the Europe to the Europe area to give them an understanding of civilization. Can you imagine if they would have gotten the real story? I mean, we are but all one, one different parts were made of one body. I mean, the Hindus and the Buddhists, they believe in, in yoga and yoga is not a religion. Meditation is is necessary. Clearing your clearing your thoughts, searching yourself, and 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 really digging to find truths is crucial. You must, you must seek the kingdom of God first. And where is the kingdom of God? The kingdom of God is inside of you. So you must know thyself. And understanding the conversation from last week, the chakras you can't just resonate in your root chakra 
cannot just stay there. You can't reside even in your comedic language of energies. I believe there's 10 different energies. You can't reside within the 8, 9, and 10. Push through to your higher self. But you must find balance first in your root chakra before you move on. And this is where you start your fight or flight. This is where you adapt your animal instincts. This is where you 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 search your ancestors. This is your ancestral line. This is where you'll find your generational curses so you can understand what's going on and why certain things just keep happening. You must understand this is their interpretation. This is a practice that is needed have got to try to be in control of yourself first. And how are you going to do that if you don't even know yourself? You don't even know what sets you off. You don't even know what makes you happy. You don't know what will satisfy you when you're hungry. How are you going to know what to do in a certain part of your body when you feel pain then you don't understand how to identify that or you wouldn't know how to describe it should I say you can point point I guess in Hinduism and Buddhism and, and uh, I believe it's uh, Jainism are all um, pretty close. They believe in reincarnation. I believe it's uh, Hinduism. Uh, no, I believe it's Buddhism that doesn't that believes that you can be reincarnated into inanimate objects. You know things like trees and you know grass and stuff, flowers, plants, bees. <laughs> uh, Basically, how you're how you're living, what's your karma, and it's and it's very it's a different scope from your perspective. Um, people of Kemet um, understanding raw, right, being the you know the power of life, and then that's even associated with uh, the chi in Chinese, which is. Uh, like in Hindu, the, the prana. And even then, the prana would be also to the Holy Spirit in Christianity. So see how they're, they're, it's all the same understanding, just in different cultures and different translations. So for my people, the thought needs to be um, something in the 
in a different state of mind. And sadly, our older generation is not going to adhere to it um, because they they believe that they've seen, you know, progress and some things under that. Um, but do understand the, the, the premise of space. We don't aim to take anything from you. We only aim to give you more ammunition. So this is something that is added to you. But you cannot do it in the confinements of Christianity. And what I mean is, like, we do understand um, that God gave us all the trees and fruits and vegetables and plants and herbs and fruits and DLTs and all of that. Okay, in that is is sage, right? There was a comment made by, I believe, uh, Jamal Bryant that says Christians need not to burn sage because it is like witchcraft, right? Right, or something like that. Um, and immediately I, I judged what was said and I was like, you know what? He's absolutely wrong. But then I, as I was saying it, I was thinking like, well, he's not really wrong because in the confinements of Christianity, he's absolutely right. But in the, but in the I guess you would say, the openness of spirituality, he's wrong. Because that's something, that's a practice that has also been effective. Um, burning, like burning sage is, and, and for the space cadets who are not familiar with what sage or burning sage is like, to my understanding, um, like if there's a bad energy in the room or, you know what I'm saying, like you just got in an argument with somebody or somebody just came in that you don't like or to, you know what I'm saying, even try to try to avoid these situations, uh, burning sage frequently. And, and I believe the process is going to each corner of the room uh, and, and then to the window, um, then to the door. You know, then going down the hallways and stuff like that until you just, you know, open up the doors and the windows and hit every corner type stuff. Um, but in the confinements of Christianity, that is, that is viewed as something, you know what I'm saying, wrong. And this is something that is, that is called religion. And this is something that is not accepted in the masses so it's shunned it's not even looked at nothing is questioned but the thing that I I have a question about no one can answer and this is the complaint of another Do take the time um, because they, a, another thing that needs to be uh, understood in your best interest, it is suggested that um, you start the process of aligning 
their chakra from birth. You know, within the first year of birth, you start giving the alignment of your of your children's chakras, and you know, creating that force. And, and especially if it's um, with the two beings that made them, which you know, at that point, you're male and female. I don't know why I said beings like this. Um, you know, uh, well, I mean, are there still fallen angels here looking along the children of men? I mean, children of the daughters of men or whatever it's here. Is that still going on? Another episode, you know. Oh, okay. okay. Right. <laughs> we ain't got time for that. So, yeah. We'll, 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 we'll revisit it, you know. Right on, right on, right on. Um, so do yes, the understanding with the, with the, with the yoga was also with the sage. There was comments that yoga opens you up to demons. Um, and that's because that's a misinterpretation of a different, of a different culture. Yes, it opens you up to face your own demons. This is this is where the, the like I, I believe I stated earlier, the Kundalini energy resides. Um, that's that's depicted as a as a coiled snake. You know, this is also depicted as the lower self, the bow, the by the soot. then be correlated out, I believe, to set, if you, I guess, go with Kimmy. But another good thing of, of dealing with your root and, and fleshing out with your demons is positive affirmations. Um, Personally, you know, things that you want to see manifest, you know, speak those things in that direction. Um, because when you're, when your spirit or your consciousness is in alignment, there's not too many things that you can ponder about <laughs> without seeing them. You know what I'm saying? Come, come your direction. Um, and, and you know, if you have the time to also look into the 42, I believe it is 42 um, principles of, of Maya, M A A T. Um, the 42, uh, 42 laws of Maya, excuse me, and the seven principles of Maya. Um, and these are comedic communal and well personal you know but as a people communal um, affirmations and commitments to being you know better and higher beings so 
we will never stop thinking for ourselves. We will never stop reaching. Never stop going and never stop believing. We will continue to soul search and we will continue to reach for knowledge and being the higher beings because is it not written in the laws that you are gods? You are the only people who really even saw the creator in any one of these stories. I mean, they have a more elaborate system of understanding um, the characteristics of being a better person associated with with natures and, and, and what we would consider as gods. But this being the the more basic, I guess, understanding. Like this is this is widely accepted and not questioned. Do you know how many people have been shunned for questioning this? You have to be prepared to be isolated if you're going to think for yourself. It is crucial. Because like I tell my family, listen, I don't want you to be my fool, but I damn sure don't want you to be they fool. As far as just listening to somebody and just going on a whim and having blind faith, I mean, Buddha said it himself, do not believe simply in something because it is it is written in your religious books. Do not believe something simply because it's handed down to you. Do, you know what I'm saying? Do not believe anything just simply out of tradition. And tradition is only is only sacred and holds any power and value if you believe in it. This is a this is a small step on a journey of understanding yourself. So take your time and meditate. And get you a little, little stretch in. And think all the positive thoughts of, of of you being the best person, your higher self. Unrestricted. See, that would be, that would be, I believe the word is adhocracy. Where you're like, you're flexible. However you need to approach the situation. You know what I'm saying? Under with no with no bureaucracy. I believe that's the that's the definition of adhocracy. How you have and how we should handle things. 
A-D-H-O-C-R-A-C-Y Adhocracy, I believe. Here we go. Here we go. Episode three. We titled this Whitney Houston. Um, I would advise that you go listen to her song. Brick by brick. Um, Step by step. Surely what wasn't possible yesterday is surely possible today. Welcome to Space. Listen, (laughs) this is not a religion-based podcast, nor are the lives of the people that speak. Once again, this is not a religion-based society, nor are the lives of those that speak space it's a place for the open thinkers for the people who open their mind not the overthinkers but the open thinkers space where else can you sit back and take notes where else can you sit back and observe only in space so you're free to fly like a bird over the earth far away Until next time, (laughs) peace.